King in it. Rule your own world. We're going in, dear boys. Get puppy. was the Maharaja Palace, number two from EpidemicSounds.com. <laughs> Not sponsored. Yeah, they were the ones who supplied the whole soundtrack, well, for our whole YouTube for the past however long, and they? Yeah, what a belter, Craig. Whenever we hear that, we just we instantly just have massive smiles on our faces, because it is, it was the soundtrack, wasn't it, to our, it was the main song, the opener of our India series on YouTube. Yeah, it's weird how, you know, you you pick something and it becomes the soundtrack, even though that's probably been on a million videos. That with, like, the, you know, the effects we put on it and stuff. Yeah. It just became, like, everyone was like, oh, so pumped to hear that when they started the videos. So, we, so many people asked us where we got it from as well. Like, it was a, a normal song. Mm. It was just, like, a little licensed song, in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, welcome back to the King of the Podcast, lads. This is our... Second season, and this season we've been chatting about our mental journey through India in our beloved chapati, the rickshaw. Have you had a good time? This is the last episode, can you believe it? Um, yes, because all good things come to an end, Craig. <laughs> no, this is the last episode. How many are there then? Seven? This is the seventh one, yeah. Yeah. That's a good That's good effort, that, isn't but it? It's a bit sad to be like winding it down, though, you yeah. know? Because... Well, one, we don't know what we're going to chat about next. Not actually sure what season three will hold for no. us. But yeah, an an absolutely epic adventure to be coming to the end of. I know. So if you haven't listened to our sixth episode, the last in the last podcast, we talked about the highs and lows of Goa, Amy getting an ambulance and getting blue lighted all the way to the hospital. Good times, good times. Someone shut the bed. And we experienced oh. the world's famous Holy Festival. He's going to fly over that I don't know bit, what you're talking about, mate. <laughs> Holy Festival was insane. <laughs> if you want to go to India, 100% go for then. April, was it? April. I think it was April, yeah. Yeah. So how was your week been then, love? My week? Oh, not too shabby, to be honest. You know, still in isolation and that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we've come up with... Uh, some people are messaging us, like other travel vloggers or travel content creators, shall we say. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, what videos are you making? It's so hard now that we can't travel to put out content. I'm like, we've got ideas coming out of our brains. I know, we just haven't what got enough time. And we can do this, and we can do this, and we can do this, yeah. And we've had to pick, like, mm. two or three that we can go ahead with. So just a quick off subject but you know we'll get back to the podcast in a minute we got a game show coming out <laughs> on sunday which is hilarious it's like an 80s themed we kind of go back in time you know bruce forsyth's questions and blankety blank and things like that it's gonna be class in it it's gonna be a belter so it's called the king in it skill olympics if you haven't seen us on socials chatting about it yep uh, and our first guests are Eamon and beck our pals from canada yeah so yeah keep your eyes peeled for that um. Yeah, what was I going to say? I don't know. India. Enough of the shameless um, advertising. Well, this is our platform. It, you got anything else you want to promote? I suppose. You want to promote your Depop while you're here? Oh, um, Ames ban on Depop. <laughs> Buy my clothes. Helps <laughs> you, us travel. Do you know what I mean? All funds in the pots. You maybe want to like spell that out for people because I think people will genuinely go on there and buy your stuff. A-I-M-S-B-A-N, as in Amy Bannister, which is my name. There you go. So if you want Amy's... 
cast-offs. The problem is, if you buy something from Amy, probably she'll probably go, else. <laughs> no, she'll probably go, oh, I've, I can't find the item that you bought from me, sorry, so I can't put it in the post, sorry. Uh, excuse me, fella, I Craig, have got I five can't find stars. the skirt, Craig, that I just sold, Craig. I am an admiral seller, okay? Admirable. Admirable. People admire admiral. my selling skills. This is Admiral Admiral Seller. Dell Boy Bannister <laughs> happening to your left. Oh, crikey. So, last episode of India. Um, so, the last time we, we'd made it to South Goa and we were chilling on the beaches and stuff. Um, but we'd actually booked our flights at this point because we had about, I think it was like five days left or something to get out of India. Yeah, we didn't pre-book a flight out, did we? No. Because we, we didn't know where we were going to go from. Were we? That's right. Yeah, we That's didn't have right. a clue where we were going to end up. Yeah, this is just like a mental challenge that we'd set ourselves. We didn't actually know where our end point was. No. It just turned out that we wanted to go on a boat trip in... Right, are we saying this right? Aleppi. Yeah. Oh, Aleppi. Aleppi. One of the two. I thought you were going to go with uh, Corella. We basically... We were on our way to Corella for the whole trip. And for Carilla. the whole trip... I've just said it wrong already, haven't I? said it wrong. Kerala. That's what I just said. You said Corella. No, it is Corella. Kerala. No, that's what we were saying. It's Corella. Now, you're wrong, but okay. <laughs> it's not, honestly. Answers on a postcard. I Well, I, I can't make a point now because I don't know what's right and what's wrong. Go ahead. But anyway, we were making our way there. Um, Which is the southest point we were going to. Yeah. So, uh, you know, ideally, like for it to look really cool on a map, it would have been awesome to go literally to the tip down the bottom of India, wouldn't it? Yeah. But we didn't know if there was no airports down there or anything. So mm-hmm. we were just like, let's just finish in Kerala and then we can fly out of Cochin. Yeah. So... But we got there, didn't we? We were like... Crossed... Can't give it away. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll mention that when we get to it. I'll have probably forgotten by then, but... So our first drive, <clears throat> excuse me, on our mission to... Also, don't, don't act like you had a good time in Goa. You were like, yeah, we were chilling on the beaches. It was lush. No, in the south, I loved it. In the north, it was a shithole. All right, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm standing by my point. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, drive. Carry on. So our first drive on our mission down there was an absolute slog of a drive, 300 kilometres from Goa to a place called Udepi. Yeah, so when we got in the rickshaw, right, the next morning, wherever we'd slept, God knows where we'd slept because we were on a £10 budget a night. So we'd usually get out of like a bed bug ridden bed, um, brush our teeth, come downstairs, and then we'd go, right, where are we going today? Go on, tell them the confession. All right, well, on the paper map. (laughs) The paper map did not get used apart from visuals. Um, Now, we used it, we used it sometimes... Um, but basically, once you're on a straight road, like a motorway, and you're going from one city to another, mm. it's just one road, isn't it? Yeah. But then obviously, when you get to a city, and if you're trying to book a hotel, you can't use a paper map that's just got lines on it. Yeah, it, it wasn't detailed enough, was it? No. So we'd use Google Maps to, to find out how far we were going to a place. Mm. That's how we'd roughly know how much time it was going to take. Yeah, so getting in that rickshaw in the morning, putting in where we needed to go and seeing like eight and a half hours we'd be like oh for god's sake well no it would never be that much because we'd always have to add like two or three hours on top yeah so if it said like four hours we knew it was going to be about eight about eight yeah (laughs) that's how it went so yeah the first drive um was 300k we ended up in udepi and we stayed there for the night um 
moment the last po- podcast I said, like, I actually stopped the diary at this point. I think I was so sick of it. Yeah. I was getting so tired and fed up that the diary was just the last thing I wanted to do. Yeah, even vlogging was the last thing we wanted to do. Like, we're legends for actually ending this series. Yeah. It could have, well, I mean, it wasn't the greatest ending, but it could have ended worse. Yeah. Just that we're Craig and Amy. <laughs> so, and also, we were still getting over our sickness at this point. I didn't even know this. We watched the vlogs back just so we could tell the stories and try and remember some more stuff. Mm. But Amy was taking antibiotics after a hospital stint. Of course I was. I needed some help, Craig. <laughs> I was a shadow of myself. You were. I think it was that walk down to the hot, sweaty beach. Oh, probably. <laughs> Dickhead. So, um, so yeah, we, we made our way to there. We got to a depi and then the next day we had another 200k drive. 200k. Um, and on the vlog we were like, hopefully it takes us six hours. <laughs> we are happy with that. Which sounds great. Yeah, that was an easy drive for us. That was a great day. I think towards the end we were pushing like 10, 12 hour drives. It was big and we were just, oh... Skeletons, Craig. I'm not being funny, right? But we need medals for this, don't we? Oh, you're going to say mental mental health care. And that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a medal maker or you're crafty, I feel like we deserve medals or something. Do you know what? I'm going to make some. I think we should have them, really, shouldn't yeah. we? Or Guinness World Record or something. Has yeah. anyone ever done that before? Most bumpy roads. In In that, in two months, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I reckon, yeah. Yeah. Absolute legends we are. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, six hours was an easy drive. That's that's what we, you know, that's the point we were at. And that day we started out, got on the rickshaw. Yeah. What happened? I can't remember. Selfie. Oh, within within a minute, we had a selfie with a rickshaw boy. Oh, I was one of my rickshaw boys, so I couldn't say no. And I was like, rickshaw boy, he's like, rickshaw boy. Yeah, rickshaw boy. You have to roll the R. Rickshaw boy. Sometimes I'd say rickshaw boy and they go what, and I'd be like rickshaw boy, and they're like oh, oh rickshaw boy. One of those. <laughs> um, so I had a quick selfie with one of the lads, um, and then he didn't shake your hand, did he? Oh, and you were that's fuming. right. That's right. Must be a thing like a what do you call it? Religion, a religious thing where he wouldn't touch, shake my hand because I'm a girl. I think it was just the connection. I think he saw my forearms. He figured out that I'd done most of the driving. Shut up, man. And so he he just connected with me more. Right. Right. Uh, Stopped off for a bit of watermelon. And the the worst part about that day was we woke up and uh, what did they say on the news? Heatwave. How to survive a (laughs) heatwave. Literally. Like, you can't even believe how hot it was. write it. Even, even like, you're like, oh, you know, you know, like, Chapati's having, like, a convertible, in a way, because she's got no doors, so you do get a breeze, but that breeze is warm as... And it just makes you hotter than you are, doesn't it? It's like driving into a hairdryer. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what it's like. And everything sticks to you. And obviously, she's got like pleather seats. So you're just, you know, go it. You can't see my actions. Sliding. Sliding along. Slopping along. Just whenever you turn the corner. You... Slopping along. <laughs> Slopping along your seats just with the with the way we're going. Um, But yeah, like, well, it was decent roads though, wasn't it? Um, yeah, towards the end, yeah, the roads got better, which was such a relief because, yeah, when you see like a smooth bit of tarmac open up and it was just like, oh, oh heaven. it was such, it was dreamy. I loved it then, but it was when we were on those bumpy roads. I was yeah. just like, kill me now. Yeah, I know it was tough. 
Um, but yeah, as we got more south and more south, the heat was pretty unbearable. Yeah, it, it kind of, it was like Catch-22. It was like, you've got a smooth roads, but you're literally dripping. Yeah. And and there was a, you know, the news is like how to survive in this heat. <laughs> they were telling the Indian people how to survive in it. So how are we going to survive in it? 19 degrees in Wales today. I'm like, heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it was it was so hot that we when we were like, stopping for drinks the locals were drenched in sweat yeah yeah and we're like come on usually they don't do two they? little white fellas out here trying to survive <laughs> please help not crisp over yeah um one do, do you know what the worst part about that day was go ahead we lost one of our mud flaps oh uh, we didn't lose it though we just what lost off? it off the mud flap part we lost it off the mud flap part <laughs> we lost it <laughs> sorry i've eaten a lot of food <laughs> So if you've seen the vlogs and you've seen the picture of Chapati or the picture of this part of Chapati, we actually managed to get mud flaps with a guy called Ajay Devan, who is actually a, a Bollywood action movie hero. Yeah, what a legend. So he was on our mud flaps, his little face, which were great. What were they? Three pounds for the pair. Yeah, Bargain. What a steal. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times. So yeah, the days were ticking by as we were trying to get down down south a bit more um, and the next day we had a seven hour drive and we found a room in a place called Kanur. Yeah so I think I was just hoping to go from Goa to Kerala in one go yeah. but it took us like four days to get it there. It was a mission. Yeah. I, I think it was quite hilly. I remember it was quite, remember we were going up and down, we were going up into the mountains mm-hmm. and coming down mm-hmm. and it was beautiful though yeah. down south because there was more palm trees. And... Palm trees. Everything, like you step out of of your hotel room, first thing that hits you is the noise, mm. and then the heat, and then just the colours. Mm. It's not like stepping out in London and everything being like grey, yeah, with like a pop of colour because of an advert board or something. It's all like even the floors like that beautiful orange dusty colour, isn't yeah. it? And then the green trees and all the the market stall stands and you know. Oh, bits, bits and bobs like just stripy colours and colours everywhere yeah and I think because people buy their clothes in the cheap markets they're all colourful yeah nobody really wears black at all do no they? I don't no they don't unless they got like a smart shirt on yeah but one of my favourite parts about driving around through these little villages is seeing like all the local fellas with their little bellies oh their so, little bellies well I say little I've got one right now <laughs> Should I? yeah I'll get it out just for you oh there's my pants hang on Oh, that's that's decent, that. I grew it myself. So when Amy eats certain foods, she like gets massively bloated and starts popping off. Yeah. I'm not sure what I've got. Probably IBS or something. I've never really looked into it, but yeah. <laughs> IBS, I bl- I you can. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, when you're driving around, this I think it's like um Asian thing. I mean, quote me if this is... What's the word? Correct me if I'm wrong. If you're an Indian fella and you've mm. got a decent belly, yeah, there's something to be proud of. It's like a stature thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's like I I get plenty of food, don't mind I, me. Because I earn a lot of money, <laughs> yeah. I can eat. I do think that's it. I, and um, with the women. Yeah, it is right. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember with the saris and they've got like little pot bellies and stuff. And somebody said that that is... It's like a symbol of wealth. It's something to be proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um yeah, and it's just great because there's there's no there's no hiding there. Just like check out this bad boy. Yeah, completely different like culture to us. Where if you've got a fat belly, you kind of want to try and hide it because <laughs> yeah. you don't look fit or you know things like that. That is a great way to live. Craig, we're moving to India. <laughs> we're going. 
I could I could grow a decent swedgy belly in swedgy about a month. belly. Proper swedge of a belly, hundred <laughs> percent. And then maybe I can get I can make a friend who will put the sari that I still have on me. You still need to learn how to use that. Oh, not a chance. So, so many little things happened that we didn't film. Um, but I remember when we were in this town, Canoe, which is like the back end of nowhere. Mm-hmm. We. We're driving the rickshaw. I can't remember why or how, but we ran out of petrol. <laughs> this happened a few times oh, on did the you trip. Just choke out or... No, I didn't actually. I literally we just ran out. Right. It just con- it just conked out, and I was like, oh, and so we didn't have any petrols. And it was the it was the heat wave day. Right. So we were dying, <sighs> and uh, we luckily we we like broke down by this little shop. So I jumped on the back of this guy's scooter. He like drove me all the way to the petrol station. We filled up like a random plastic bottle. Yeah. And came back and just filled your patty up and then she was good to go. Yeah. But it's, it's just little things like that that happened and, and like you try and give them money and they just don't take it. They're yeah. so friendly. Yeah. They're so helpful. Like if somebody, I don't know if you can really compare it to here because if someone broke down here, you just can't see that happening, can you? Not them taking you somewhere as well, unless it was like a little angel, you know? Yeah, like taking you to the petrol station to get a jerry yeah. can. You'd have at least back, you know? 50 people go past you before someone might stop, you know? Yeah, but literally but, the first people you see, yeah. they want to help you yeah, out. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so friendly. Yeah. So the the coolest part about um, this, this is one of my favourite parts of the drive, was when we found the beach that you could drive on. Oh, God. I don't remember that. It was... How can you forget it? It was class. Do you remember the name of it? No. You told me about it, though, and you were like, oh, this is a beach you can drive on. I thought, mate, we've got a rickshaw. Maybe if you've got, like, a 4 by 4 you can take it on. But but this is actually, like, a legal highway. Is mm. that right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, 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 I don't know if it's a highway, but it's like... No, it's, I think it is. It's a bit of a shortcut, because obviously the, the roads and the, the, the little streets in the towns are so busy. Mm. And this beach just runs for really long. I can't remember how many miles, mm. but you can just go straight down it. And then yeah. you pull it and then you just carry on through the back, through the, yeah. through the foresty bit. It's not even like just a beach. It is a road. It's known as a road. Yeah. So you can just go on there. There's a speed limit. You have to pay like about a quid, I think, to Probably, use it. yeah. So we just went on there, started doing donuts. There was like this giant... Santa Claus, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Middle of April. He was literally like, you know... Statue of Liberty size. He was it was massive. humongous. Like that tall a thing. Who made that? Someone who obviously loves Christmas. They're like... <laughs> but do they have Christmas? Christianity in India, is that a thing? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I'd say so. right But that's like... <laughs> I love Christmas so much. This isn't coming up and down once a year. This is this staying. Is staying. <laughs> all year Santa's round. Santa's here to stay. <laughs> so yeah, it was wicked on that beach. And this is the... This is how also we knew we'd been in India for so long. Mm. I, I asked Amy if there was something in her bag and she gave me a genuine Indian head wobble. Oh, yeah. I had that down. It was so natural. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it was so funny. The amount of people you come across. I We haven't quite worked out what it means, have we? It can mean a multitude of things. Yeah, which is why it's so brilliant but confusing at the same time. Yeah. It's like a. It's like you can agree with someone. It's a maybe. It's a yes. Why not? It's like a million different things. Yeah. 
Um, but because you see it all the time, like everybody you speak to, they do it, don't yeah. they? Yeah, I love it. They even say it for hello. Like you walk in and you go hi, uh-huh. and people will do a little do head it. wobble. Uh-huh. Love it. I miss that. You forget it, don't oh, you? You forget you do. that. But like, because we, we'd experienced it so much, Amy just did it. <laughs> she didn't even notice. It was so funny. We were on the floor, weren't we? I didn't even know. I was like, <laughs> did she just do the Indian head wobble? <laughs> it was brilliant. And she did, she was like, oh, I, yeah, I, I did. I think we did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can imagine like if you lived there, mm. you would just, you would it's get it thing, down. Second nature, yeah. It was that and the and the hand thing that they do. So they kind of like as if they're throwing away like loose change or like I don't know. You throw in a stone into a bush, right? You start on like your chest and you you like throw it out. Mm. And people would do that a lot. What did that mean? It it means what the fuck? Oh, I didn't. I didn't see. Because people would see us driving the rickshaw, and I see people doing oh, this. Okay, so I yeah, said yeah. to Harsh, I was like, "What does this mean?" He was like, "Oh, it means like what the fuck? Like, what the hell is that?" <laughs> so we had that so many times. I'm sure. <laughs> I thought it meant like, oh wow, it's nice to see you. Well, some people looked kind of like, oh wow, yeah. But for the most I part, I loved seeing that when Indian like men, especially, were just like, what on earth? And when you were driving it as well, it was like such a shock for them for those whole five kilometers. Crucial, myself proud. Crucial five k. <laughs> you would see some random stuff on people's rickshaws, and um, and one day we were driving along, and this guy, like we had king in it on the back of ours in big white letters. And this fella adds anal dev on the top of his. Not I, sure if he knew what it meant. You've got to wonder. Or is that his name? That can't be his name. But it might mean something different in their language. Baby anal. <laughs> this is baby anal. I'd like to introduce you. The new baby. Hopefully this podcast uh, uh, and doesn't the only get flagged. One, the only one in the family that went to university and knows English is like... That's <laughs> <laughs> what you've called him. <laughs> Oh, it's cool, like moments like that. Oh, what a guy. And sometimes while well, you'd be like going along and there'd be like a truck and there'd be like a flap at the back of it. And then the, all of a sudden the flap would lift up and there'd be like 14 kids, kids. in it waving at you. People, yeah. It's so like, cool. hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone with their yeah. phones out filming us. Yeah. We're filming them. <laughs> yeah, class times. So as we were like approaching Kerala, we were, we were massively behind. Um, and we, Amy spotted something on the floor. I was literally like, if I don't see elephants on this oh, trip, ruined the, ruined the if story. I don't see elephants on this trip, I'm going to be gutted because we'd seen other people's vlogs and they'd seen elephants and stuff. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing? Because what, they're Indian elephants. They're bigger than like Thailand elephants or just got different shaped ears. Asian elephants, you mean? Mm. Oh, no. How, how do you distinguish? I don't know. It's the the ears are the same shape Sh- as the continent, something aren't like they? That, yeah. But they were the biggest elephants I've ever seen. Oh my so man! So the way I was going to tell the story was, mm. we saw some poo, and we thought that must be yeah. from a big we, animal. Well, it didn't click in because I'm sat <laughs> I'm sat in the back. We've got like system of a down on or something. We're flying along. Um, what did we? Where did we buy the little speaker? It, it was in Delhi in a little market somewhere. What was it, like a JBL knockoff? Yeah, John Brownlee. John Brownlee knockoff. <laughs> so we had that playing the music. Obviously, Chapati doesn't have a sound system. So um, just going through, and then I'm just daydreaming about I don't even know what. And I, and I see this big pile of poo, and I'm like, it takes me about a good couple of seconds to be like, that is elephant poo, because it's too big for horses, 
And I was just like and also, looking for a, for a quick second around thinking, where is it? I think I shouted, where is it? And also, then, we went to the elephant poo-poo park in Thailand. So oh, we're yeah. professional. Oh, we juggled that shit. We juggled like, elephant poo <laughs> once. So we know the not size. Not even a pun. We, we juggled the shit. It was dry. Don't worry. And then <laughs> someone made a book out of it. But that's a different <laughs> podcast completely. So, yeah. And then you just hear this music on the side of the road booming and i was like what is it and then you see their bums and their tails just swishing and i was like oh my god i literally couldn't believe it yeah we pulled over as quickly as we could um and i just got out i think i just left me yeah i was like i had all the stuff all the camera equipment just pulled up on the rickshaw she left me we couldn't really go anywhere with the rickshaw with our baggage yes unless we had a hotel yeah when we were on the move it was quite difficult wasn't it because we had all of our bags strapped to the roof Mm. Um, but I was just so buzzing, like, so it turns out that there was a festival on, it was like, so bear in mind now, we're in the back end of nowhere, we're going down a road where there's like tiny villages here and there, and there's like a shop on the on the side of the road, like a little market store with like, yeah, watermelons or something every now and again, there's, there's next to nothing around, so when we come across it, it was just incredible. Mm. Everybody was dressed up. They were going down this one road, which led to their temple at the end. Yeah. So I think what we learned, because we were in the back end of nowhere, nobody really spoke that much English. So I think what we got out of them was the name of their temple was the name of the festival. But mm. I can't, one, remember it or two, pronounce it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we just, I just couldn't believe they were huge, Craig. Yeah, like, it was, it was a bit of a bittersweet thing because... You know, similar to when we saw the camels mm. in Jaisalmer, they were chained up, the elephants. So they obviously, you know, they didn't want to be there. They wouldn't choose to be there anyway. Yeah, they they, should, um, they shouldn't have been there. They shouldn't have been there, no. Um, but I think, you know, as like, as part of like a traditional thing, to see that and experience it. And they, you know, they shouldn't be chained up, but they were huge. They were not short of food. They had giant tusks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've never seen elephants with tusks like that yeah, in my life. No, no, no. So they looked like they were really taken care of. Yeah. And they had, like, even when the festival was going on, they were eating, like, giant bamboo Bamboos, chunks. Yeah. And, yeah, they weren't short of food. But, yeah, so it was it was amazing to see them in, in something that, you know, it wasn't put on for tourists. It was mm-hmm. there. It was Definitely, locals. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the guy, I spoke to a guy and they said that they would, like, rent them out for the, the festival. What, the elephants? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. They weren't, like, owned by someone local. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, basically, bottom line, if they if we could choose for them not to be there, I guess we would. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I think somebody left a bad comment on our YouTube about that, actually, and we were like, listen, Karen, like, we didn't <laughs> rent them, we didn't pay to go and see them, like, they were literally just there on the side of the road, and we just stopped and looked at them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we weren't promoting anything or whatever, but, but yeah, so the families, every family on that street came out, it was like a massive community, they were all handing out drinks. Yeah, free every, squash, it was Free wicked. squash, yeah, keeping everyone uh, hydrated, and then I bumped into a guy, pretty sure he was bollocksed. Pissed to the nines. He was drunk. Um, as a what was skunk. his name? Did you write it down? Is he here somewhere? Hang on. And he was like literally taking me around. Goban, his name was. Oh, Goobin. 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 Um, took me around, introduced me to all the families, even though I don't think he knew them himself. I got a few weird looks and I was a bit like, oh, Goobin, can we not do this? Like, because <laughs> I don't think they're keen. It was a little bit like embarrassing, but I do think he was drunk. Um, and then he did get 
told off by a yeah. couple of men after and I was like, oh, bloody hell, causing a scene. Um, but yeah, everybody was out and then you got down to the main part and there was men in like white sort of, kind of like, what would you call it? A sarong? Yeah, just like all, they were all dressed in like traditional clothing. They were playing drums. drums there was like yeah. a line of ladies either side, like going all the way down to the elephants and they all had candles lit and they were the music was it was like catastrophic oh, noise. Mayhem. Absolute mayhem. Like proper drums like <laughs> Yeah, like soul moving stuff. It yeah. was like and not in like a oh this sounds really nice. It's yeah. like, oh my God, I'm my head's gonna pop. Yeah. Stressful a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But the like the colours and the people out and just something so special for yeah. us to see. Yeah. People that, you know, we haven't got experiences like that at home. Nobody does that at home. We're not part of a church or anything where ceremonies might happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just, I, I we was there was no tourist there at all, was there? No, not I just a single think one. That was meant to happen for us. We yeah. were supposed to be there on that day. My one regret though is that we were massively behind, and, and to just stop was cutting into our time anyway. Uh, yeah. But they asked us to go to the temple, and I think yeah. if we'd have gone, we'd have such an amazing experience. But we just yeah. couldn't. But it was so lovely as well because we had the rickshaw with all our expensive stuff. There was a family and they let us pull into their their house and they like closed the gate and locked it. And they said, that will, your rickshaw will be okay here. Yeah, they were Which so was kind, really cool yeah. so we could go out and film. And and everybody just wanted like, uh, Craig was driving the rickshaw behind the elephants. So I got out and walked and everybody just wanted to touch my hands and yeah. my, my elbows for some reason. Really? Yeah, because like... I don't know, obviously, we've got paler skin than everybody. And there was this, I, I remember her because we looked straight in each other's eyes. It was like an old, old lady. She must have been someone's grandma. Um, and she just looked at me and she held her hands out and I gave her my hands and she held them up towards her forehead. And then oh, I think wow. she touched my elbow or something. Like her eyes were amazing and stuff. And I was just like, oh my God, should we all cry now? Or... Yeah, <laughs> that was like a moving day, wasn't it? it was... Yeah, it was fantastic because we needed it as well because like, yeah. these drives were just so much. So, so to see something on the side of the road like the elephants or the, you know, the, the crazy festival we came across where mm. they tried to pull their eyes out with swords and stuff. <laughs> It's just so cool. So cool. And I think if, even though like loads of cool stuff happened, a lot of the long drives were really uneventful. Mm. So to show up and see that, I was like, whoa, yeah. this is so amazing. And like you, I don't think you can buy that either. Like nah. getting a tour, they wouldn't take you there. And if they did, you'd be surrounded by other tourists. Oh, other and, tourists stuff, yeah. and, you know, they'd set that up so that there was markets that you could buy stuff from and everything. Mm. And it was just unique, wasn't it? But that's, this was like exactly why we wanted to do this yeah, trip in the, in the rickshaw. Mm-hmm. So to, to have that was like a huge payoff, wasn't yeah, it? Because, yeah. yeah, there was like a handful of things. Um, but yeah, so we, we did crack on. We we left. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see the, the temple. I think my life was made anyway. Yeah, we were happy with that. There was three, three elephants. We were. We and were, they were huge. And my life was made. Yeah, they were so beautiful as well. Like the, the markings on their ears are like pink. Yeah. Like dot dotted pink. And yeah, their tusks are like super white, really, really thick and really long. Yeah. They were like two or three meters long. It was I, I, mad. It's hard to, to try and get it across on this podcast, but I didn't quite believe that they were real. Mm. They were like the size of dinosaurs, if you can imagine how big they would be. They were bloody massive. They were huge. Absolutely incredible day. Yeah. So we, we drove, we carried on. We ended up getting to coaching. And uh, what did you forget, Aim? Coaching. What didn't you bring from the last hotel? Oh, something something quite special, yeah. quite important. Was it? 
Um, would that be uh, two passports? Two passports, fantastic. Oh, shit. Six hours away, she leaves her passports in the hotel. Uh, hang on. I'm going with this. I never <laughs> left the bloody no, passports. No, 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 no. This is the only time you checked us in and checked us out. No, 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 no. I did not check us out. You checked us out. No, you checked us out. No, I checked us in. She was like, oh, I'll give us your passport. And I was like, oh, whatever. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Most hotels don't keep your passports. But I was, she was just like, yeah, you'll get them when you check back out. Um, and I think I must have gone to the toilet or something. And I was like, Craig, check us out. And she she didn't give you the passports back. Not that I would have known to have asked for them if I was there. Hands up. But we didn't get them. And we drove then for flipping ages. Six hours, next, mate. To our next hotel. And, and realised and- when we checked in that we didn't have them. And our flight was in like... Two days, three I'm not days. Sure. It might have been a bit longer than that. We didn't have much time. Um, so and yeah. there was no way in hell we were going to do that drive again. No. No, no chance. chance. I'd have rather paid for a flight. Because that, that drive was hideous as well, actually, wasn't it? Because uh, the roads were really good. It's just so hot, Craig. And then they went really bad again. Because there was like road work. So you'd be winding in, down, off tarmac, onto roads, back onto tarmac. And then remember that guy lobbed that huge tray of like dirt and it like went all over the rec and in your mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't throw it at us. He was trying to get in like a skip or something, but it just all came our way. <laughs> so that's good fun. That's when you think you've got a tan for the day and you go home and wash and it all, it all comes, comes off, off and you're like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I'll just refake tan tonight then. <laughs> so yeah, we got to um, coaching and um, we'd actually arranged to meet with a fella who won one of our GoPro competitions like a year before. Yeah, so we put on a GoPro competition to win a GoPro. He entered and he won. Yeah. And but I don't know why. We must have just kept in contact because we knew we were going to India. Yeah. And Cochin's quite a popular place to go in India for tourists because mm. um, it's got quite a lot of things to do there. And he lived there. So, yeah. yeah. Harsh Madani, we went and met him. Yeah. Really nice kid. Super nice. He was so lovely. So, he showed us around. We we attempted to, like, go around in the day, but we were literally oh, dying. Sweating. Because yeah. that heat wave was next level. And we were like, where is everyone? He was like, nobody comes nobody out comes in the out. middle of the day. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to bring you out, Harsh. But yeah, if you can go by him as an example of what the... Because how old was he? 19? Yeah, he's quite young. How, how the youngsters of India are super polite, super like... Um, what is it when you want to do well for yourself? He was like ambitious, Ambitious, wasn't he? yeah. He was very smart, he very clever. He was in clever. university he was... studying engineering. Can't remember. Something smart like that. But yeah, he was he was a hell of a boy. Yeah, he was lovely. Um, and so he did take us to see the Chinese fishing nets in coaching. Yeah, which I was you like, oh, that, that's shit. You? That's going to be shit. Who wants to go and see some fishing nets? But no, I had a ball. <laughs> I actually did have a really good time. Because I Googled them and I'd seen pictures and I thought, oh, I thought it was a statue. And I was like, oh, is this what people do when they come here? Yeah, I get like that about most places. I'm so like ungrateful. I'm a little like, go I'm, on, a, you can I'm say a spoiled tart. Okay, <laughs> put it out there. But I want to find things that people don't usually get to do. Do you know what I mean? Like the hidden spots and bad mm. things. But when we got there, it was like a, like a, what's the words I'm looking for? Fishing net. So <laughs> fishing net, Craig. So it was like a major production line when you got there. Like the the teams of people with the fishing nets that were absolutely massive trying to catch these fish had to work as a team. Mm. One would go out on this like long bamboo piece of bamboo and and as he went down men from behind would lift these massive boulder rocks up so he would be lowered with the fishing nets Mm. and then as 
you know, fish came or whatever, which I don't think there were many, to be honest. I think it might be too heavily fished at the minute. They didn't have many fish. As they would drop the rocks back down then by using ropes, he would come up and there would be fish or no fish mm. in the fishing nets, which is like like a, a photographer's dream, yeah. basically. Yeah, it was gold there. Yeah. Um, not that we, uh, what's the word, promote fishing. No. Poor fishies. Well, there was none left, so... They've all fished out. Well, they were all in the little market, weren't they? So the the oh, yeah. the, situa- the situation, the place where we went, you walk along and they've got all every kind of fish and lobster you can imagine, and they're like, "Oh, we'll cook it for you fresh." Uh, but yeah, it was cool to see. Uh, but we were too hot; we had to go home. We yeah, were sweating out. So warm. So we we'd because this was actually the last place we we got to. We we paid for like a really nice hotel. It had a swimming pool as well. So we twenty three pound a night, wasn't it? No, I think it was. It was a bit more than that one. Oh, check This is the last out. one, yeah. I think it was like 30 quid a night. Shut up. Splurging us. Um, but no, that guy paid for it, remember? Ooh. There was a guy who had, uh, he did tours, like rickshaw tours. That's right. And he said, oh, if you can send us Oh, you're going to have to clips. go back through this. So oh, I don't know if we talked about him in maybe the first episode. We probably never because we skipped along so many people we met trying to buy a rickshaw. Yeah. So there's this one guy. What was his name? I'll give you 15 quid. Um... Whatever his name was. Oh, you don't know? No. All right. <laughs> no, I can't remember. He was like basically trying to help us get a rickshaw. He was a friend of the guy um, who owned the hotel that was trying to help us buy one. Um, and he was like, yeah, if you just drive to uh, Jai Salma or get a train there, we've got someone there who's got one. It's going to be £800. And it was like 14 years old or something. And we were like, I don't think so. I don't Bearing know. in mind, we were in Delhi, which was like... 10 hour ride on a train yeah, somewhere else we were like i just don't know if i can take that <laughs> risk because we'd already known how the indians worked with trying to sell us something and we didn't think it would it would come through but basically so he had just started a tourism company and mm. he wanted some drone shots of the rickshaw wasn't it yeah they were promoting like taking rickshaws around so he said if you send us a few clips for like our cafe so we can just play like a play them on a loop yeah We'll pay for a hotel for a few nights. So we're like, get in. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I was going to say, we wouldn't pay 30 quid no, to stay somewhere. <laughs> so we ended up getting like three or four nights for free, which was which was awesome. Yeah, that worked out well. We got some sick drone shots for them as well, though. Yeah. It was amazing. So we popped back to the hotel, had a chill, had a little swim. And then Harsh... We took a nap, Craig. Yeah, we in, took in the nap. vlog, I'm like, we did so much work and we napped, basically. Yeah. We were trying to recover. We deserved it. I'm still on antibiotics, mate. I understand. Don't so, yeah. justify it to me. <laughs> so yeah, Harsh um, invited us to his family's house because he said he said that my mum's gonna cook for you. And we were like, amazing. Yeah, proper authentic Indian meal. Yeah, and she oh. knew that we were vegan as well, so we didn't have to worry about there being like butter in any of the dishes. And did he have a cow out his back garden? No, he made that up. Oh, I thought I thought you said she makes butter. No. Well, you want to check that because I, I didn't dream that. That is made up. <laughs> so yeah, Harsh's family were lovely. We met his mum and his dad, and um, his brother popped in and said hello as well, didn't he? Yeah. But yeah, the food of all the meals we had in India, that was the tastiest meal I I had on the whole trip. And it we was ain't just incredible. being polite. Do you know what I mean? It honestly was. We couldn't believe it. So they all right. So set the scene. We <laughs> went in. He had a beautiful house. It was um. Oh, and it had a fan in it, didn't it? A fan? Yeah, like a fan to keep you cool and that. 
And it was nighttime anyway, so it was quite cool. I'm setting the scene. Shut up, man. <laughs> um, Beautiful house had a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so we sat down and they brought us out the dinner and we thought, where's yours then? Are you not eating <laughs> yeah. with us? We said that and they said, oh no, you're guests. You eat first. You will eat first. Um, um, so we thought, oh, maybe they'll just leave us to it. All stood around and... And watched your seat and laughed at me because I couldn't use my hands properly. Yeah, so so Indian tradition, you use your hands to, you know, gather all the food together and then pick it up and put it in your gob. <laughs> um, Craig couldn't do it. Well, yeah, it's meant to be like more of like a, a sensual uh, taste and experience. Yeah. You're more connected to the food. Mm. But like if someone said to you, use your hands to eat a curry, it it's not as easy as it sounds. But it, this wasn't like a liquid curry, was it? No. It, it was like breads and stuff like that. Yeah, it was all quite solid. But they couldn't stop laughing at me. They were like, oh, Craig, you've not done this before. <laughs> <laughs> I was obviously eating like an absolute animal. I just doing it all wrong. rolling in it, honestly. It was beautiful. It was I so was good, though. Just jamming it in. <laughs> they didn't have a problem with me. My belly was getting wealthy. <laughs> but yeah, it was so tasty. I can't even describe the tastes of it but she'd made loads of little dishes which i love yeah they were just so kind to us weren't they and then you finished it off with like a palate cleanser which i kind of got out of mm, it was like aniseed and all kinds of these little nuts and that yeah you have to put them in and chew them like yeah. literally chew them and you were just it's like what disgusting. and his dad was laughing at you he had the cutest laugh his dad was brilliant though his dad was like really deep guy real spiritual guy and he he like um said that for Harsh, his only rule for him was to meditate for 20 minutes a day or mm-hmm. half an hour a day. Something like that, yeah. And so he had this like dedicated room where they'd go in and they'd have to meditate. But he was so interested. He had some incredible philosophies. Mm. And um, and then they gave us those bracelets, do you remember? Yeah. And they were like, these are, you know, if you're going to meditate, this this will help you and it'll keep you safe. Yeah. It was so lovely. It was such a wicked experience, that was. <sighs> I know. You can't. You just can't. Imagine Harsh came round mine. I'd be like, chicken dippers and, <laughs> and chips. And my mum would be like, keep it down. <laughs> Sorry, Harsh. Who's this? Who the fuck's this? Somewhere else? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Um, my name is Harsh Madani. <laughs> it's so different, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I can imagine it, like, just having a little throwaway barbecue in the garden. <laughs> Joel Copperberg, love. <laughs> Oh, you make sure you do those dishes when you're done. I swear, that's what I get off my Take mother. your fucking shoes off. <laughs> okay. Oh, comedy gold. And that's why Harsh Madani will never step foot in my house. <laughs> if you do come, though, Harsh, you're more than welcome, mate. You're yeah. an absolute champion. So, yeah, we got to coaching, and what we wanted to do, even though that was our last place that we stayed, there was a, another place that we wanted to visit, which was Aleppi which Amy mentioned. So it's known for its backwaters down there, isn't it? Yes. It is supposed to be like one of the most beautiful, relaxed spots. What are you laughing at? <laughs> you want a copper burglar? <laughs> <laughs> um, does, they didn't drink, do they? Hush. No. They didn't drink, no. No, we didn't. So, um, so we drove to Aleppi. It wasn't that far, was it? Maybe like an hour? I don't think so. Hour and a half. But every time we came out, what was the name of the hotel we stayed in? Uh, it was the Sidra Pristine. Pristine. I mean, Rooftop that sounds pool beautiful. So and it had a security guard. So every time we came out, he he did this like little wave to us. Oh my so God, cute. he was the cutest thing I've ever seen. 
So yeah, yeah, I don't think it took long, but we knew we wanted to go on a boat ride because mm. it is famous for boat rides on the backwaters. Yeah. Um, and obviously houseboats are like a real big thing down there as well. And there's ones with like double glazing and plasma TVs and stuff we saw. Mm-hmm. There were some posh ones, literally like three-piece sofas on the yeah. deck in and that. <laughs> like a full house just floating on the river. They were beautiful, some of them. Yeah. So if you've got a lot of time in um, Aleppo or in Kerala, then you can like go on a few days, like a boat trip, can't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, you can stay over I'm on gutted we can do that. I think they're quite pricey. But there is some mental ones that are really expensive. Yeah. And they've got like beautiful double beds and like massive bathrooms and bedrooms and you have your dinner and yeah, it's, it sounds lovely. I'm not sure if Travel Sick Tracy would make an appearance. But it was but so it was, it was so calm. Quiet. It's just backwater, so there's no yeah. there's no current or anything. Yeah. Um so we were on a budget, so we found our mate Vishnu. Oh, was that his name? Little the, Vishnu. On the side of the road. Hustling. He was the first guy we came across. He parked the rickshaw up and then we were like, You got a go you got a boat, mate? And he's like, Yep, yeah, come with me. I don't know, I must have asked him something because I wanted it to be specific. Oh, I was like, Is it just for us? Yeah. I didn't want to be with like 50 in a people. in a massive group. But yeah. Two little, what were they? Like little wicker chairs with yeah. towels on them. Yeah, <laughs> towels were, on them. They were like, you know, when you get on a boat, usually it's like, there's bolted seats and they're bolted yeah. down. They were literally just on there. <laughs> just like something you'd find in someone's conservatory, like your nan's conservatory, yeah. with like a little towel on it. It's cute. And we were like, we're kings of the kings of the boat, Craig. Get on your little chair. Uh, it was brilliant. And it was so nice because obviously the only form of transport we had was the rickshaw. We didn't get one train. We didn't get one bus. No. We, the only thing we got was rickshaws and like got driven around Delhi. Yeah. So to get there and then have this beautiful place and just being able to get driven around on the boat, I was so happy and relaxed. Right. Set the scene, Craig, because this is something else. So you're there. There's just like green all around. It, it like It like dangles down in front of you. There's bushes everywhere. It is quiet, isn't it? It's so a quiet. lot quieter. You can hear birds and insects. And yeah, the river's so, so calm. You're just going through it and you can just relax. It's and incredible. it was literally the most perfect place that we could have ended, I think. Yeah. And as you're going through then, it's lined with the village, the you know, the backs of people's houses from the villages. Mm. And they're in, they're all in the river. People swimming, bathing, people washing, washing their people dishes. Fishing. Yes, lovely. It was so tranquil and it was, it was, yeah, again, it was like another real piece of India because, mm-hmm. you know, even though a lot of tourists go there and they do the boat trips, you, you're driving past real people and do, they're doing their day-to-day stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just so relaxing. We were just, we we knew that we'd finished it. We haven't even celebrated the fact that we literally got to the last spot. I know. Spot. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Like When we saw the sign for Kerala, we weren't like, We've done this challenge. We were so tired and so like... <laughs> we just got a quick clip of we're it. Just we're just like, done. We're like, yeah, cool. Gorilla, wicked. If we'd have put our hands up in the air to like celebrate, we'd have had a pain in our belly I know. from the food from the night before. A dodgy <laughs> shot. <laughs> so it's like a, whoa, we're in whoa, Gorilla. We did it. We did it. <laughs> so, go on. I was just going to say, but yeah, it was a beautiful place and it, it wasn't like a big tourism trap. I didn't see anybody else on a boat. No. It was just us. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was wicked. And um, so our fella, he took us round. He took us to his mate's restaurant, as they do. And uh, I popped to the toilet, come back out of the toilet. Amy's got an eagle on her shoulder. <laughs> so this restaurant's <laughs> on the side of the river, by the way. We didn't leave the boat. We're still on the boat. 
Um, and he's like, do you want to meet a bird? And I was like, oh, did he say eagle? Uh, no, he said eagle because I was like, Sh-. I literally was like, shut up. And he was like, no, no, honestly. And I was like, okay. So we both got off and yeah, Craig ran to the toilet. And um, yeah, it was like a miniature eagle, wasn't it? Mm, she was beautiful. And I was asking all these questions and you just couldn't answer them. I was like, what's it? Is it a girl or a boy? And he was like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, what's his name? <laughs> And then he, he said to me, it doesn't have a name. And I was like, what? No, he did say a name. Eventually, when you came out, he said it had a name. Oh, right. But he told me it didn't have one. That's when I called her Rosie. I don't know <laughs> if it was a girl, but her Rosie. name was Rosie. And yeah, she just, he, she wasn't like tied up or anything. He just, she just went there because they fed her fish. Yeah. So she was like, oh, these are my mates. I'm going to keep going back. So yeah, he stuck her on my shoulder. She just sat there and she was light as a feather. And as I was filming Amy, he just came over with a coconut and she was like, cheers. I was like, yeah, only just, in India. <laughs> literally just didn't want to move my neck on my head because this, uh, this eagle's on it. And he passed me a coconut and I'm like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so funny. But Craig's like, I go to the toilet for one sec and I come out and Amy's got an eagle on her shoulder. <laughs> it was so bizarre. It was bizarre, but it was it was really cool. We met a goat as well, remember? And I yeah. touched his nose and he was lush. He was cute. I would love to own a goat, Craig. I know, goats are wicked, though. I honestly think that's what could take our van life to the next level. It's getting a goat. He's getting it a baby crap goat. everywhere, though. Oh, I'll train him. Probably, I'll promise, Dad. I'll train him, I'll train him. Could I have one? Dad, uh, it's getting a bit weird. <laughs> um... So yeah, so we we did the boat ride, um, and then we also tried to get a massage. Do you remember that? No. This is a weird few hours. So like, it's a weird thing. Obviously, after our first diabolical experience in Delhi, where we ended up in a brothel by accident and I got molested. Oh, Craig. We kind of avoided massages for the whole trip, but by the end, I was so battered. Mm. I was like, I need one. I'm going to have to get one before yeah, we fly home. Yeah, because you're just driving the rickshaw all, all that time. Yeah. So we ended up going into that. Do you remember? It was like, we walked across, we asked this guy, we're like, we want a massage. He took us across the road. We went up into this building. It was. It looked like it, it, it was derelict. It was like concrete blocks. It looks like it had never been swept in a million years. We went up these dark stairs, about four flights. I remember. And then we ended up in like this it corridor. Like a hairdresser's or something. Like looked, looked like a hairdresser's with like a sofa in it. Mm. And then and there it was, was a like price a luminous list. green inside it and you're like, so, oh wow, this yeah. is something. It wasn't like like a shady shack. Yeah, it was like a drug den. Yeah, pretty much. And there was uh, lots of people in that room and it was tiny room. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was another brothel. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. So so we basically... <laughs> no, he was like, there's not space for two hours. That's why we didn't have Oh, it. yeah. And Too I many th- people shagging. I think we got... Uh, yeah, we got out <laughs> there quick. So, yeah, we actually ended up Googling something, which is the smart thing to do. But and it then... isn't a thing. Like, you go to Bali, massages are everywhere. You but... can pay super cheap, and that's a thing. But in India, they're not a thing, are they? They're not, but do you remember the one that we did find? Yes. I only remember that the other day. It was spectacular. That's a good point, actually. Because you didn't keep a diary, Craig. I know, I gave up on it. forgot all about this. But this one was really posh. It's the one where you walk in, there's music playing. They've got the oils. They give you slippers. And they gave us a proper massage, like Mm. battered us. And then at the end, there was like a shower room. and like a little tea. You get a tea. Oh, it was perfect, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was expensive, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. I don't think it was cheap. It was like 30 quid each. I, I think, think it was £50 for the both of us. Oh, that's a bargain. Well, not like £110 each year. Yeah, but we've been paying like pennies for dinner and everything like that. So, yeah, you know, I for India, I feel. But I suppose, you know, most Indians wouldn't go and get a massage, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was lovely. So, the other thing that we wanted to do as well 
because we'd first of all let's let's have a round of applause shall we oh congrats pat yourself on that back of yours craig Four thousand five hundred kilometers we drove, babes. Was. I can't believe in we did it. Over two months. We did it. We did it Absolutely in our little chapati. Class, Craig. Class. So to, what's the word? Commemorate is that the right word? Yeah. Our. Hang on. Does that mean you died? No. No. That's not the right word then. All right. To celebrate our love for chapati. Yeah. We we decided we wanted wanted to get tattoos. And when we when we got the rickshaw, we never actually got a number plate. We had uh, a number plate that said HR, which is Haryana, which, which is where we actually bought it, just outside of Delhi. Delhi. Yeah. HR 63A slash F, which means applied for. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'd applied for a number plate, which never came. Well, it was never going to come, was it? No. It was just somewhere to pa- something to pass the police. Yeah. So they said, if the police come. Just tell uh, them it's been applied for. Yeah, you'll be fine. So we, we found the font and we got a tattoo, didn't we? We sure did. So we got ma- our first matching tattoo was Chapati's dodgy number plate. On our arms in red, <laughs> which we've never we never sh- shown on the um, the end of the vlogs because we're making a documentary on the whole yeah. India series. So yeah, so you're getting like a world exclusive um, with all these stories, but we're going to try and put most of these in because we, with so much footage that, you haven't seen, which is going to be in a documentary, which is coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's too class not to make like an hour documentary of it all. Mm. Because, I mean, it's not a big series. It's not like 30 vlogs like our Mongol Rally. It, it was like a 10-part series, Ten, one yeah. yeah. Um, which we worked alongside Marco Polo yeah. because they were our sponsors. Mm. So I, I don't know if we mentioned it, but back in 2018, we won Travel Influencers of the Year Award. From the Blogosphere magazine, which was incredible, Craig. Can you remember yeah, the Yeah, remember when you stitched me up on the speech? Yeah, so, I remember that too. Uh, so we got all dressed up, obviously, headed to London, got ourselves a little hostel around the corner so that we could just walk there. And uh, yeah, it was brilliant. It was like our first little red carpet event, wasn't it? It was really posh. there and everyone looked gorgeous. And now we were up against like some big, some big people. And it was like 50% panel vote 50% our subscribers would have to vote for us wasn't that right well it was uh, yeah or like everybody's audiences would vote yeah Yeah. and obviously if someone's got a million and they put out one tweet vote for me they'll probably have more than us but I think it was the panel vote that obviously swayed us but yeah we won guys we actually won it was like a room full of maybe 300 people yeah and yeah, they were like, and the winner is king in it. We were like, holy we shit. We couldn't believe it. We were, I was only there for the gift bag. It was, <laughs> I, I took a few, I took a few home. <laughs> My sister was like, grab me one. And I think, blo- I think makeup beauty bloggers that were there have so much stuff at home they were like i literally can't fit this in my bedroom that's what one girl said to really? me and i was like i'll take it for you babes no worries um but yeah i couldn't believe it like i was i was so shocked happy and absolutely mortified at the same time because we had to go on stage and make a speech mm-hmm. and because we didn't think we were going to win we had n- we had not talked about winning at all we had no speech prepared or anything so mm. yeah we went up onto the stage and, it was an absolute disaster well I, I if people don't know this i've got like this weird thing with public speaking it's like my biggest fear and i have also have this thing where i freeze up to the point where i can't actually speak sometimes so um, I was gearing up to say something, and as I was about to actually start speaking, I was like, oh, here we go, it's going to come out. Amy took the mic off me and did her a little bit. Yeah, so I wasn't then... sure, you know, because I know this happens with Craig, so I was like, fuck, let me try and think of something to say. Let me try and save him. Let me try and say something, yeah. 
But then I wanted to go back to him because I didn't want to come off stage having him not said anything. Yeah. So I gave the mic back to you. And I said to Amy before, I said, if we do it and we go up, I'll say one, two, three, bye, like we do on the vlogs. Mm. And Amy, Amy's like, got anything to add? I was like, oh, thanks so much. Um, one, two, three. And then she, and then she just went, uh. I went, oh, no. Because I didn't, I wanted him to say more. Because I just spieled, I had this massive spiel about putting sun cream on and not having, talking about diarrhea. I said diarrhea in front of you everybody. And they laughed. They laughed. Yeah, they laughed. And then they laughed at me because you left me hanging. Yeah. I was like, one, two, three. And you went, uh. I just wanted you to have. Have and then it was super straight. awkward. I like looked mortified because I just looked like the only time I spoke, I looked like an absolute oh, pillar. People were like, "What is going on?" And they here, just, then? Oh, I was just, I can't even remember what happened then. I just wanted the ground to swallow <laughs> me just up. Shuffled off, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, so the the point of this story is, we won, and the the per, the company sponsoring our category was Marco Polo. Yeah. So our prize was like to work with them, wasn't it? Yeah. So they were like, eventually we want to work with you on something. So we pitched them the, the we're idea. Like, Listen, lads, can I got an idea about India? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for them to say, absolutely not. Like, that yeah. is a bit too much for us, you know, because, you know, a lot of companies that we work with, they've got really strict rules on what we can and can't do. And, yeah. you know, if we've got mad ideas and they say no, it's like, oh, well, try and find somebody else then do you know what I mean but she was fab wasn't she Hayley yeah the, the lady we dealt with she was she loved our stuff she she actually watched our stuff yeah, before we won it, the award which was amazing so yeah buzzing and they were super laid back so yeah that's why we had the sponsor at the start so that covered most of the trip didn't it which was class yeah so they um so yeah, if you're going away, I know this isn't an advert, it's not sponsored by them or anything, but they've got guides on most countries. So if you want to go somewhere, um, just take one of their guides with you and it'll tell you what's around you, like um, activities, restaurants, things like that. Yeah, we use their full map sometimes to get from one place mm-hmm. to another. Um, and yeah, they've got an app as well, which will give you like free... Free guides Yeah, and that. free guides and free information on what's around you, wherever you are, which is really cool. Yeah, so... um. I mean, the last the last part is is chapati, really, isn't it? Everybody's like, "What happened to chapati?" Yeah. Um, we're not going to tell you. You're gonna have to wait to watch the documentary. Cause... There's a lot of speculation online, Craig, about yeah. what, what actually happened to her. But yeah, we'll be bringing out the documentary in the next few months, and uh, that will say exactly what happened to chapati. Yeah, it's a really interesting story, actually. It's, it's a it's fantastic story. Don't dumb it down. <laughs> it's sick. Babes, we said we were gonna do it. And we did it. Of course we did. We had a lot of naysayers, but we, we always have to say, say no to the doubters and follow yeah. your dreams. Why do people do that? Like We had so many people saying, well, for a start off, no, you can't get a rickshaw being a foreigner in the country. Never mind, drive it that many things. So, I mean, there was a point where we were like, can we actually do this? Yeah. Doing the research into it, we were like... So many people were like sending us things on how lorries drive at night and you mm. cannot drive... Mm. Uh, in the night time or whatever. People were like, you will die. Yeah. Like, you're going to get into a crash. And, like, the, the crash rate is very high in India. It is anyway, yeah. So, you know, we're not saying all this, saying that everyone, everything that everyone says is bullshit. Like, the risks were real. They were real. Mm. But we did it. We, You know. I didn't feel, you know, there were certain parts when, <laughs> you know, 18-wheelers would be swerving into your way. And we have to slam way. on our brakes. But nobody, like, came straight at us or, you know. It happened once. Which one? We were on the motorway and we were going 40 and a truck pulled out in front of me about maybe 50 yards in front of me and I had to slam the brakes on and and we both screamed. Mm. But if you're a good enough driver, (laughs) 
you know, fingers crossed you will survive. That was the scariest <laughs> moment though, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that. I thought we were going to die. Human, like. But we did it. And, and that's the beauty of, you know, everything we encompass with King in it is, yeah. and rule your own world is we had a dream. We, we wanted to see India. We wanted to see it properly. More than anything. And yeah. we wanted to do it in a rickshaw. And, and so many people were like, you're stupid. You're going to, mm-hmm. you can't do it. And we were like, We've done it. Well, well, we just try our best. Do you know what I mean? People couldn't only knock you down so much until you you do start to, to doubt yourself. But mm. you really, if you've got a plan and a, and a mission and a belief that this is something you could do, please don't listen to those people. Yeah. Because they will. They'll stop you from doing it. People project their fears. That's so it. what they do is they go, oh, if that was me, I'd be really scared because yeah, of this. And then I they go, oh, that. this is why you should be scared. Mm-hmm. And they try and make you believe it. Yeah. But... The thing is, I think if you've got a goal, you'll always get to that goal if you completely believe in yourself and you just keep going with it. No matter what. And, and that can apply to anything. Anything in the world. You definitely. know, we did the rally. People said, you know, that's mental. You're never going to do it in a Fiat Panda. We didn't quite make it in the Fiat Panda. Well, she bloody did because we made sure of it. Yeah. And Andre 3000 She didn't BC. drive herself there, but we got her there. Yeah. And then, you know, we did the rickshaw, we've done the bus. People people were doubting us with the bus as well. People oh, yeah. were like, you're never going to do that in six weeks. That was tough. We did it in it six weeks. It was really tough. But yeah, that's it. It's all about self-belief, isn't it? Self-belief, set and, your goals. And not listening to other people. And just smash it, yeah. And if you have a friend or somebody who's telling you that more often than enough, then just shut them out. You don't need that negativity in your life. Do you no, know what I mean? You do not. So, India, what was your highlight babes what was your favorite part of it i can't i i honestly can't but i i did love like you know i'm a a city gal me probably because there's a lot of shopping to be had in the city which is why i probably like it but just arriving in delhi and spending the first three weeks there although we were highly stressed because we knew we needed to get on the road and we were getting past here, there, and everywhere trying mm. to find a rickshaw. Like, just getting to know the country, mm. getting to know the culture, like, of our first couple of days there. I just loved it. I just loved Delhi, like, so much. I think that, le- like, learning the culture um, for the first time is the most exciting thing. Mm. It's a brand new place. Mm. It's a brand new language. There's brand new mannerisms mm. there's a way people do things yeah there's new markets yeah. and foods so um, like you're you arrive in the thick of it and you're like oh, holy yeah. shit you gotta figure it out yeah uh, and that experience is only heightened when it's a friendly you know experience you know if we were to go somewhere and people were not that nice and quite rude we'd be a bit like oh fuck yeah it's not that great here mm. but everything was perfect in india yeah even well, down to when that guy offered me chai on the i definitely street. wouldn't say everything was perfect with <laughs> with friendly people do you know what i mean yeah but yeah we did see a robbery we accidentally went to a funeral <laughs> and um i blessed a wrestling match <laughs> yeah which was perfect yeah that was good. i was probably in the paper do you reckon i reckon you were yeah I reckon they've got it printed on the, like a big wall in their dojo and there's just a huge picture of you in Dojo? Their, yeah, in their wrestling dojo, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think just the the food was a huge highlight. The things that we saw, like the Taj Mahal for me was so good. It was, it was pretty banging. Like people like skip it. What on earth is wrong with you? People, people say, oh no, I've seen the pictures, so... 
Nah, mate, you have to see it. You've got to see it. Just maybe not even for the Taj Mahal, but for the people that go there and how they dress. Yeah. And how they bring the whole scene to life. Yeah. The colours and everything, yeah. And obviously the 64,000 selfies to go with it. (laughs) So dress nice if you go in. Oh, yeah, FYI. Don't wear dungarees in a backwards cap. Put something special on. (laughs) Yeah. Because everyone else will be dressed in their Sunday best. But yeah, Indians, they, they are some absolute gems. They're the kindest souls in the whole world. Mm-hmm. And their sense of humour is class as well. they got great uh-huh. banter, the Indians, so haven't funny. they? I, I honestly, yeah. I would love to be from India. So um, have you got some facts for us then? Some final facts for final India? facts. you always got some corkers up your sleeve. I mean, these have got nothing to do with India, of course. Because remember, I went, ran out on like... <laughs> podcast four or something so um all right india facts by amy b so we just want to type in best facts ever and you'll be greeted with some of these fine numbers so first off the year 2050 is as close to us today as 1990 that mad whoa that's quite mad isn't it yeah i know don't don't worry i did the maths in my head it is true (laughs) don't even be trying to do it all right, so, all right, this this is a fact, but I'll ask it to you as a question because I know you're, like, really classy like that and you're quite smart because you wear glasses. So more people in the world speak blank language than any other. What language is the most spoken in the world? Hindi? No. Remember, this is... Ar- Arabic. All right, don't just throw out guesses. Spanish. Have a th- Stop it. Have a think about Spanish. it. <laughs> English. What is your final answer? Spanish. No. What is it? It's uh, Mandarin, Chinese. Oh, of course it is. Didn't think about it, did you? No, I didn't think Going about it. Going in like a bull in a china shop. Yeah, sounds about that. With around 950 million native speakers and an additional 200 million people speaking Mandarin Chinese as a second language, it is the most popular language in the world. Wow. Fact of the day. Top fact. All right, I've got another question for you. Go on. I will give you my Depop shop, the whole thing. I don't want it. Worth about thirty five ninety nine, if you can answer this next question. <laughs> um, for anyone that doesn't know what Depop is, it's kind of like eBay. Where it's I sell, an app where you sell all your shit clothes. I sell all... <laughs> I do very well off Depop. I'll have you know. I don't have any shit clothes. This is what Amy does, right? She says, oh, I'm going to buy this, Craig. And it's like 400 quid or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm going to use the money from my Depop. I'm like, oh, yeah, how much you made then? She sells things for like £2.50. <laughs> she's like, oh, I've got money saved up in my Depop and my birthday money from like 04. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want some stuff, go and buy it off her shop. Stop, right. So there are only two countries' names that begin with the. The? The. Only two countries in the whole world and their country's names begin with the something. The United States of America. That is not true. Someone just put the. It's oh. just called United States of America. It's not the United oh, States of okay. America. I retract that one then. No, you can't. Stop being the a The Virgin ball. Islands. No, that's not one either. Um, They're just called Virgin Islands. Um, The Wales. Shut up, you... <laughs> I was going to call you a nonce then, but I only realised what that meant. She called me a nonce the other day. I was like, do you know what that that means? It means a a paedophile, I just thought, I thought it meant like an annoyance, a nonce. chucking around nonce like it's no one's business. (laughs) Well, I won't do that in public with you, Craig, don't worry. 
Um, All right, the. so here you go, Luck. You might find yourself saying the before various countries and places' names when referring to them, thanks to the grammar and common pronunciation... Pronunciation? Pronunciations. Pronunciations, which is why we all say the United States or the Maldives, but that's not true for either of them. Remember we had to book a flight to the Maldives? That's what That's what we had to fly, remember? <gasps> they wouldn't let us fly to India because we didn't have a, a flight oh, out. Flight. Yeah, I thought we had so. To, we had to buy a flight to the Maldives for £100. Yeah, that's right. And we forgot to cancel it, so yeah. we didn't get our money back. No, stupid, see? <laughs> Should have gone. Pop to the Maldives after. Wouldn't that have been something? We were going to stay on the floor of the Maldives. <laughs> um, all right, so the answer is the Gambia. Is Did, it? Didn't know that one. I thought it was just Gambia. Why are they trying to be all posh? It might be something else. It might not be actual Gambia. And, uh, hang on, sorry, I've got Gambia up now. I'll just click the link. Um, the Bahamas, of course. Oh, I was going to I said that one. Did you not hear me? Ah, the Nira. Sorry. I'll take half your Depop shop. Okay, so um, just a quick, quick little fact here. All of the ants on the earth weigh about the same as all of the humans. I thought that would be true. Yeah. Quite heavy, in the ants? So the total population of people who are alive on the Earth is—it hasn't even hit eight billion just yet. Mm. Uh, but the amount of ants there are is about ten quadrillion. Holy! Smokes. So if you both put them on a weighing scale, they would equal around about the same. How big do you think the weighing scale would have to be absolutely to put all huge, those people on? Absolutely huge. But Chris Packman, uh, who appeared on BBC, said when combined, all of these ants would weigh about the same as humans. So I'm just going with what Chris said. I reckon Chris has just made that up. I mean, and now they quote Chris as with this fact, and it's just utter bollocks. Yeah. All right. So I shouldn't have ended on this one, really. But remember, um, I think it was the last vlog when I said about how many babies were born, and I broke it down. Mm. Uh, And you asked about the deaths. Right. You were like, "Oh, you should have done that with the deaths as well." Yeah. Go on then. Um, So, um, nearly two people die every second. Wow. Um, while four babies are born on Earth every second, it's estimated that around two people pass away at the same time. That means that 105 people die while each minute, 6,316 6, people die each hour, 151,600 people die each day. Cheers, Dr. Death. Which is around 55 million a year. And on that note, that is the end of this week's podcast. We can't, we can't end there. And the end of the India series. I just want to say um, to any Indians that might be listening and not really understanding what we're saying, um, I love India. I will highly recommend it to anybody. It makes me smile whenever I think about it. And it's just a place like no other. Mm-hmm. You you have to be prepared for it, but you can never prepare yourself for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just have to go with the flow when you're there. If you're if you're quite a stressed out person, if you if loud noises make you <laughs> a bit worried, then I wouldn't go. <laughs> but um it's it's like it's like first on my li- on my bucket list now. Because we miss such places like Varanasi, which just look incredible to me, we have to go back. Yeah, we will go back. I think one day. When I give me another couple of years, and I'll you need to be ready. Would have recovered. Yeah. Um. But yeah, thank you all so much for listening to this. Like we've we've spent seven weeks doing this now, and we've loved it. It's been so cool to like revisit India and experience it again. So hopefully, it's given you guys like a 
a nice idea of what it's really like to, to go there and do it in a in a rickshaw if you're ever planning on doing that. We got a contact if anyone wants to fly into Delhi where you can buy a brand spanking new one. Yeah, a lot of people have been emailing asking us like the logistics and the um, illegality of all this. I don't know is Did the you answer. Just, just say illegality the legality um i don't actually know what we did people are like can you break down how you got the rickshaw what insurance you got i don't even know it was all dodgy af yeah but but it worked in india do you mm. know what i mean so um yeah we've got a contact <laughs> that's all that's all you need to know um but yeah like thank you so much to everyone that has bought merch and bought our presets as well like all of that helps to fund our tra- our travels like we do this full time and unless we get sponsors from people the way we live and the way we plan these new trips is by you know making money from our from our merchandise which is brilliant yeah and right now obviously we, we can't go anywhere so we can't really make money yeah so uh cheers for all the people buying the merch and the presets and um just being a bunch of legends and and commenting and, and reviewing this podcast it all helps towards all us it, yeah feeling like this is all worth it yeah but what's next for king in it so next for the podcast is season three which hasn't been written yet but we're going to take it to the tube so this next season is going to be available to download as a podcast but we're also going to film it because a lot of you are saying like oh we'd love to see your faces when you're like talking about certain things and reacting so we're going to film it it's gonna be quite funny isn't it? yeah that should be really class as for what is for king in it for the road now, we're thinking another challenge, of course. Like, ever since doing the Mongol Rally, which, yeah, we did the bloody Mongol Rally, or I stop asking, we just fell in love with challenges on the road, didn't we? I think that's our thing. It's yeah. It's like our niche now, isn't it? That's what we love. But obviously, we have got no idea what's going to happen in the next, you know, six to 12 months, so it could be a while, but... I'm not thinking, what you want about six to 12 months? This pandemic, mate. Come July, we'll all be outside living life. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it'll be that long, but still. It doesn't stop anyone from, like, thinking of new ideas and coming up with a concept to do whenever this blows over, you know? All right, calm down. Which includes us, Craig. We know what we want to do. We've got a major plan in our brains. We just need to fund it. So if you know anybody who owns a company, multi-million dollar company, drop our names uh, just in their letterbox. And uh, yeah, we'll do a big collaboration. That'd be great. Cheers, Drive. Craig's done with me speaking completely. Thanks, lads. This has been the longest one ever, but yeah. Hope you've enjoyed it. Let us know. Drop us a DM or give us a review or whatever. Send us an email and uh, let us know what you thought. Yeah, I hope you guys have got some great travel plans for when this all blows over as well. And if you have, let us know. And if Go we can help, to India. We can help. Always remember, guys... Don't let those doubters get to you. Your life is your life. Believe in yourself more than anything, please. And remember, rule your own world. One, two, three, bye! bye.